1: Hello and welcome. We are the Agony Uncles and I'm Uncle Dave.
2: And I am Uncle Sy and we're here again to try and help you with your problems, both in and out of the kitchen.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for your emails and messages on the social media. It's great to hear from you and I'd like to say hello to Jenny Smith, who wrote to us on Facebook. She says, I've just listened to the new podcast and I've not laughed so much in ages. Thank you. I've had a really crap five months, and every Friday you make me smile. Please keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you very much,
2: Jenny, because that means a lot to us. Thank you. That's nice, Jenny, yeah. And also, thanks to everyone who's been in touch to say that they voted for us as the Fortnum and Mason Food and Drink Awards. Um, If you're listening to this podcast before the 31st of March, 2023, then you can vote for us as well. Just go to thehairybikers.com for news on how to do it, and thanks for all of your votes so far. We're much appreciated. Will I get dressed up and going to get drunk?
1: It's yeah, good well, I couldn't. It. I couldn't get dressed up and get drunk last time because I was a sick puppy. Yeah, and you we were. won, so I didn't get it. So if you vote for us this time, I would love a night out. You know, I know well, please I. vote for us. Please vote for us. <laughs> anyway, that's pleading, isn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> Posing the problems today, it's the thin
3: white joke Mister Jeeves hello lovely to see you and uh, yes, yeah, lovely to see how uh, how well you're looking dave and how well you're looking uh si as well and uh, yeah we've got a lot of um uh, quite, quite a challenging problem postbag for you today but i know you're gonna be able to you're gonna be able to nail it especially as i know dave you've been out on your motorbike so you're full of you're full of pip and verve i am i've got zippy in me pip first time for 18 months <laughs> yes oh I'm, and i'm born again and size been in the <laughs> sunshine so you're full of the joys of vitamin d
2: Oh I, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I even take supplements. Happy days. <laughs> um, but we have some news, oh. don't we? Because she's missing. Yeah. Sadly, Posh Tash isn't here this week, and I imagine she's probably advising King Charles on his coronation plans or something equally as posh, or she's got stuck in the queue for tomatoes. That weight rose. Yeah, she not go down a market,
1: will she? Really? Oh hell, no! no oh no, definitely. no! But it takes some—it takes some effort to get it over the ha ha. Yes, no. yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, it's got the ha ha under the pergola. The pergola. 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 What's she pergola. doing? Because the excuse was pretty ropey, you know.
2: She just, you know, oh, She said doing.
1: she had like important business. Yeah, but you're important business. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, that'll be it. Well,
1: we're That's... not. She does it for love, not for money. Well, no, she, she, she does it the minute, huh? <laughs> oh, bless her. Oh, well, We miss
2: you, Tash. Yes, that we next
1: do. week. I don't know how we'll do it without
2: you. No, no, it's true. It's true.
3: Well, we'll do our best.
2: Right, Dave, it's problem time. Hit the jingle, dude. Bang, bong, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bong. Hello,
3: hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest Won't you listen to my story like a hairy jackanory Cause I heard your advice is the best Uncle Si and Uncle Dave and not Poshtash In today's paddling pool of problems You're going to be tackling these terrible troubles We have a sausage roll saga We have a bit of beard bother We have The Phantom Food Thief. And in Confidential Corner, The FaceTime Fail. But we're going to be starting with a sausage roll saga. This comes from Richard in Aberdeen, who says, Hello, Airy Bikers. My partner, Marnie, and I are both big fans of your work. I've listened to the podcast since day one. Thank you, Richard. He said, We saw you at The Taste of Grampian in 2022. Si was in person, Dave on the big screen. Uh, We hope you'll be back there this year. And then Richard said, I'm looking for your thoughts on how to perfect gluten-free pastry specifically for making sausage rolls we've tried various versions and methods from online or books but to date they haven't quite lived up to expectations any tips on how to perfect this would be much appreciated cheers richard in aberdeen over to you Uh,
1: we get asked a lot about why don't you do a gluten-free book i think it's because we don't really know what we're
2: doing Uh, yeah fundamentally
1: we always say frozen puff pastry isn't a bad thing I'll have to give a shout out and ready rolled puff pastry from your freezer or your chiller cabinet is a good, really good product. And Just Roll, they do a chilled gluten-free puff pastry. And to be fair, that's what I'd use.
2: Yeah, that, that, yeah absolutely bang on. And, uh, and, and I've actually used that because I bought it by mistake and it's grand. It's really nice. I thought, uh, yeah, don't make it, buy it.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking at a recipe now for it. And you've got to get gluten-free white flour blend, sea salt, xanthan gum, cold unsalted butter, caster sugar, this is for a sweet pastry. But by the time, you know, xanthan gum and gluten-free pastry, I'd just buy it ready-made, really. And Waitrose do a decent one as well.
2: I just, yeah, it doesn't make your life complicated and stress. Go and find somewhere that gets it and buy it. I mean, that's what we do, don't we? I mean, we, we, we use puff pastry, but, Something. I mean, sometimes
1: we make it. But- yeah, yeah. That, that's a good. That's a good trick in it. That, that do you remember we made. We found it like a really quick way of making puff pastry. This is not gluten free, but you get your regular pastry. But then you put a block of butter in the freezer and you freeze it, and you put it through a cheese grater. See so all these butter chips, and you just roll that into your puff pastry. Make your pastry. Butter expands, causes puff. And that's that's a really quick naughty way of making puff pastry. Not good for the waistline. No, but very very good. Yes. Yeah, but there's a lot of bought, I'm just looking. There's a lot of bought puff pastry, gluten free pastry out there. Um, but yeah, the the
2: just roll stuff would be good. You know, it is good. It is good. I, 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 I know that I've done it with sausage rolls. The very thing he's talking about, and it was it was great. Nobody noticed.
1: Yeah, it's funny though. Allergies, isn't it? The intolerances. You know, I've, I've kind of food allergies for... Well, the only thing I'm allergic to is oysters. And I've been crippled a couple of times with it. And you know, I, I was away last week at me in-laws in Romania, and I ended up at a rest, beautiful restaurant in Budapest. Fine dining. Anyway, the first course was a oyster, but it was an oyster from heaven. Oh, with a lovely lemon zesty dress. Like, oh, i would be fine. No.
2: Oh, were you not?
1: No. Oh, no. I mean, I, I was all right. I only had one, so it wasn't too too bad. But, you know, it's just like, no, you can't eat oysters, Dave. It's not as bad as being gluten-free.
2: I'd die if I couldn't eat oysters. Well, I wouldn't, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying.
1: No, no you wouldn't die. It'd be fine. <laughs> no. It'd be fine. When I go to hospital, I've got, I've, they give me a red wristband because I was foolish enough on my first day because a red wristband means... You've got an allergy. You've got a ah. problem, oh. and then, and of course, mine was what you're allergic to. I went oysters. Oh, great! In hospital, you know, but that that means because I've said it, I'm banded. So every time I go in the hospital now, what's your allergy oysters and the nurse will say well fat chance of getting nice to see you mate i said yeah i know that i wish i'd never said and then somebody would be smart and go yes but certain medicines contain certain seafoods say well i'm all right with seafood and crustaceans it's just bloody oysters they ring me out do you remember carlingford
2: I do. I, 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 I can, there was a cacophony of sound from your bedroom. <laughs>
1: yeah, there was a cacophony of laughter from the bar downstairs. When I told you that I wouldn't be joining you, but it was the most perfect bar, wasn't it? Oh, it was
2: a belter.
3: This, this problem with oysters—is it, 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 it at one end or the other? Is—is it's is, is a—is this a? Doublers. Oh no, really? Oh, oh if, I, if I go for it, doublers. Yeah. Oh my.
1: Goodness. Yeah, the Budapest problem was just you know bottoms. Um, but you know, like Carlingford was doublers. But that was one, because the Carlingford oysters are so pure and we filmed with the seed oysters and I'd actually had an oyster mornay. So I thought maybe just like having them cooked, which is, I know he's wrong. And it was delicious. And we planned, Jemba just said, want to st- we were doing the research for, for the programme. Oh, come on King, let's just find a proper Irish bar, fiddle music and the, the real thingy. And we found it, didn't we? The r- rooms upstairs were like 12 quid a night two rooms booked, and we're setting for a night on the black stuff. I believe it was frequented by Jackie Charlton as well. Wow. It was his local. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, I didn't get as far as the bar. Uh, I could hear Kingy holding court downstairs, and then I was upstairs and I had to give him a phone call. And then this enormous like, oysters kicked in, mate, Soz. And then there was this uproarious laughter from the bar down below. <laughs> we,
2: you couldn't, we could hear everything.
3: So it was it, Yeah, pathetic.
2: Yeah, it was really, it was kind of funny. So the whole bar could hear what Dave was doing in the room, because his room was literally over the top of the bar. Yes. So whatever whatever it was going to what oh, 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 he's off again. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, Bloody hell, he's got, he'll have no left in him. Oh, and it, was, it was all that, it was hilarious.
1: Oh, I was pale the next morning, I, came, I still had me full Irish. Well, I was <laughs> 80, yeah, me black pudding, my black pudding. Oh, God help me. So, no, it's happened again as well. I just want to think it's fine. I'll yeah. have a go at it and, nah, something in me, and oysters. I think I had a dodge. What Were you poisoning me once with mussels? Yeah, sorry about that. I, I mean it no. wasn't on purpose yeah, Well no you no. would have brought over two kilos of muscles In the saddlebags in the sunshine On your motorbike from Newcastle <laughs> uh, uh,
2: Me, sorry Yeah <laughs> And I
1: got the
3: funny one
2: oh. I, I was alright, wasn't
1: I? Yeah, you were laughing as well
2: I'm <laughs> oh, sorry
3: Well there's a picture being painted here Of not much sympathy between pals I have to say
2: <laughs> There was, there is no. I felt sorry for him I be
1: him a cup of tea Oh, well done. But to the point question, gluten-free pastry, I'd I, I, I buy ready mate.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It's too much Lego hard work. Well what would Posh Tash say to that? Food makes <laughs> everything better. Our next problem though is called a bit of beard bother. And uh, this is, there's two parts to this. Part one comes from Florence, who's two years old, and Emily who's quite a lot more than two years old. Emily writes, hello, Cyan Dave. Thank you for bringing extra cheer to my life every Friday alongside Posh Tash and the Duke. <laughs> that's me.
2: And that's you, Chiefsy.
3: <laughs> I know. I'm, simple things. Your podcast is simply brilliant. I thought you might like to know about the influence you have on my two-year-old. Florence loves baking with me, and we've been working our way through the recipes from the brilliant Bakes book. The lime and coconut drizzle cake went down a storm, she says. That's good, Dad. Yeah. She loves flicking through the pictures in the book. She even suggests it as her bedtime story some days.
2: Oh, what a kid! I oh, know, it's great, isn't
3: it? It It's genius. A few weeks ago, we were baking your cherry Madeira cake, and there was a small incident when allowing her to crack the eggs in the bowl. Whilst we were laughing about it, she looked over your faces on the front cover of the book and said, Mum, maybe I'd be better at baking if I had a beard. So, I've got a problem, because Florence can't have a beard. And she's only two. Uh, we don't like to dash people's dreams here, but no, I don't think there's anything you can do to help Florence with oh. her beard. Is there? Uh, No. Well, apparently there is.
2: Gonna say, is there?
3: Yeah, Barry has come up with this. Barry, who works on our website, is really fantastic, and he's found on Amazon. If you if you put into Amazon hairy bikers TV celebrity cardboard party face mask fancy dress, you have cardboard faces of Cyan and Dave to stick on your head. You really?
2: Sure, do it.
1: Yeah. Oh, I forget some of them. <laughs> oh, well, that'd be <laughs> I can be you and you can be me. That'd confuse the buggers, would, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't
2: it? <laughs> 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 would be it? Pull up my
1: face. I, I hit my pet, man. Pet man. And I'd be like, oh,
2: really? No, no, don't. Mean, no, <laughs> no. Don't be that. Hey,
3: no. man. Oh, no. So I think what yeah, we're going to do John. is we're going to order some of these and then send them to you. And then on the podcast for the video thing, we are going to get you to wear each other's faces. Uh, so, yes. Excellent. Hairy bikers, TV celebrity, cardboard party, face mask, fancy dress. You will find Cyan Dave. The actual question <laughs> Grief. comes from Bill, I know. The actual question, we're going to put this on the website. The actual question comes from Bill, who says many emails commenting um, uh, on the return of Dave's luscious beard has inspired this question. Bill says, my son, Anthony, is 14. Mm. And his ambition when he's old enough is for just two things. One is a KTM Super Adventure motorbike. And the second is a beard like Cy King's. He's not old enough for the bike yet, but he's just started shaving. However, at the moment, his facial hair is fluffy. And he's worried he might not have the right type of face hair to be able to grow a beard. Can Cy and Dave give him some hope and let him know at what age they were able to grow beards and whether they were fluffy when they were younger too? This is from Bill and Anthony in Salford. Over to you.
1: I suppose mid-twenties, the beard comes on,
2: doesn't it? Yeah. And it from fluff to fibre. It does, yeah. I mean, you know, within, in a strong wind, before twenties, you could blow it off. But, uh, you know, after yeah, after your mid-twenties, it starts to get a little bit more substantial. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the yeah. technical term be- before that is bum fluff, isn't it? Yes. Bum fluff on your top lip. There was always a kid at school who thought he had a moustache, you know, when he was about, kind of, 16. It was just this <laughs> terrible, like, kind of, Shadow of bum fluff, but then as you get older, <laughs> it gets more fibrous, especially when it gets grey because it's coarser, isn't it? You'll know that thin white Duke being white everywhere.
3: Yes, yes. I have to, I, I could, I've never tried to grow a beard, I think it would be an absolute disaster if I did. But I've kind of got this sort of slightly, yeah, stubbly stuff I have to shave off oh. every day. Oh, that's that's nice. Do, do you wet shave or dry? No, dry electric shave. I'm not quite sure why anyone wet shaves. What a strange, complex thing to do. Just plug a shaver in and shave
1: oh no no it freshens you up a wet shave Is it well not that i haven't shaved
3: it much for years i was going to say you haven't shaved
1: it no no with the chemo when it started dropping out i got it off because it was really irritating yeah i mean that yeah. was that wasn't good for cooking it was dropping it in my dinner oh no but i remember when you shaved your beard off kingy and we found out you had a bum chin like <laughs> kirk douglas
2: I, like literally I, I didn't even know and of course, yeah you've got a bum chin
3: and i was like have
1: i yeah Hi. Yeah,
2: really funny, you never never tell, could you, what's going on beneath.
1: No.
3: Why did you shave it off in the first place? I don't know. I had a fit of shaving and oh. thought, well, I'll give
2: it a go and mm. I hated it. So I grew it back and it's it's never gone since. I just I get, I, I look funny. I look like this upside down embryo. It's just I don't <laughs> I don't want. I don't want. Mm, I remember for your wedding? You
1: kind of shaved it off. Oh, you yeah. left a little thumb piece. Because I always remember that we just got that Italian restaurant and all the cool Italians had this little like jazz man thumb piece. But they were kind of Italian and young, thin. Yeah. And, and yours, look, well, it looked like I don't know. I can't it say looked it really. Stupid. Yeah. That's it was. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With a <laughs> bum chin with like this little triangle above. Well, you can yeah. imagine what I'm thinking. It looked like, and I can't say it because it'd be bad. Which you is know. exactly what it did look like, if to be fair. It and did, it was. It, it it did. was I wasn't like, this
2: posh dresses because I was getting married, and then look what happened. You know, I come out bald, virtually, with a p- triangle piece of Harry McLary on me, mush. It did, it looked pubic, it especially did. with the bum chin.
1: Everything was in the right place, as it were. It did what? look like... There's the, an the artist called Beryl Cook. who used to paint large ladies. Yeah, it and, and it looked like a
3: Beryl Cook mm. painting in the nip. As it was your wedding, there must be plenty of photographs of this. Oh, oh yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yes.
1: yes. Are you looking for one for the website?
2: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There's a great one where <laughs> Dave Skidley stood next to us. There's a photograph, and, and he's just looking at. He's looking at. He's what the bloody Nora? Have you done? <laughs> Skidley, what? Man, matter with
1: that. I mean, it's funny though, isn't it? There's, there's, that, that's why for, for me, I always if somebody had advised me what to wear or do, I'm really happy with that. So left to me on devices. I just look at the midden. It's like, I've always wanted a Paul Smith jumper, you know, like really trendy and expensive. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I went to the shop and obviously they're cut for like, listen, young things. And um, anyway, I so I got my double X one, put it on. Except I just look like Fat Uncle Albert down the boozer. <laughs> with something from the market. You know, I had reduced <laughs> this jumper that was a work of art to Fat Uncle Albert. And <laughs> actually tried that. I, 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 by mistake bought a Missoni sweatshirt in Rome thought I looked the business yeah I misread the the price tag uh, which which was and then when I got to the till I was too embarrassed to back it but I still look like fat uncle Albert in a (laughs) stripy top Um, it didn't work with me you know
3: so we need some advice here for young Anthony who's uh, wants to grow a big beard at some point but uh, is worried that he might be a bit fluffy at the moment the advice Uncle Dave, or just wait, and then you'll be fed up with it. There come a time in your life when you can plait
1: your
2: ears, and you wish you weren't so hairy. Of <laughs> course, cool, uh, Yeah, just wait, or alternatively, continue to shave because the more shaving you do, the the stronger the the face growth becomes. Oh, cool. or you could go to
1: Turkey because now apparently as well as being the world centre for hair transplants, so they say, not that I've had one, it's come back natural, um, they're doing beard implants. So they take stuff from the back of your head and put it on your chops so that, you know, like, hipsters can have the, even if you have got bum fluff, you can now have stubble. But is it worth three grand, a lot of pain and misery?
3: Nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. good advice. And are either of us, uh, any of us brave enough to speculate on uh, uh, Posh Tashi's facial hair? Because she's not here.
1: Never. Never had no. hair in her life. No, no
3: she's never, no. I no. think she does that electrolysis
2: thing. Oh, okay. You know, particularly on her top lip. She's, you mm. know, she's getting to a certain age where you get a shadow. Oh, no,
1: yeah.
2: No, no, I don't think so. She's an English rose. A peach. Yeah.
1: Maybe a slight down that I find quite attractive, actually. <laughs> but but yeah. not, like, never never a shadow. No. no really. Downy oh, flat. That woman's mm. perfect. Well, that's HRT
2: for you. That's it. No, don't.
1: Don't, <laughs> it's, it's just, serious. it's good genetics. That's, that's what, like, we'll never have. Breeding. No. Breeding. Breeding, yes. Oh, yeah, breeding. Yeah. yeah. She'd be yeah. like a Cruft, she'd get number one. As <laughs> she would.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party... ...or a bright Chloe Blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com.
3: If you've got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony, Uncle's a line. Our next problem is called The Phantom Food Thief. And for this, i need one male name. Uh, a male name from you, please. Uncle Cy. Uh, Terry. Terry has written to us and says, Dear Uncle Cy, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash, who's not here, I need your advice as I'm very hungry. <laughs> You see, someone keeps stealing my food from the fridge at work. I, like many people, am trying to save cash by taking a packed meal into work. We all share two big fridges at our factory. There's about 50 of us work there. There's one large kitchen with a seating area to use at break time. When I'm on the early shift, it's fine. I get in for 6am, break for food at 10.30, then back to work until 2 in the afternoon. On that shift, no trouble. My Tupperware, with my name on, is left alone. But on the late shift, I start at 2, break for food at 6.30, by which time, on too many occasions, my lunchbox has been raided. Not just partially raided, it's been emptied. That means I'm hungry until knocking off time at 10 o'clock. We're not allowed food on the factory floor, so I can't keep it with me. I have got a locker, but it's in a really warm part of the factory, so I don't fancy my food chances in there for four hours. But there's two people I suspect of being the thief. So my question is this, is there something I could Take in that would show them up, like making sandwiches with an ingredient that would turn their teeth blue, or something like that. Can you help me catch the phantom food thief? Asks our correspondent Terry. Over to you. Oh, oh,
2: that's that's bad. That man, You're yeah, nicking your workmates. Bit, it's shocking.
1: There is an obvious solution, but not that we could advocate it, or else we'd end up in jail. What? And that, well, kind of just doctor the food a bit, use it as bait rather than dinner. You know, I remember at school, there was a kid, do you remember when Bovril crisps came out? Yeah. And they used to have like a brown coating on them. But what what we did was, we ground senecots up and put them, (laughs) shook them in the Bovril crisps and they just stuck and they looked just like the kind of flavoring and then give them to the kid at school. And then he like munched his way through the Bovril crisps and then halfway through history, that was him off.
2: Well, you will definitely, definitely... <laughs> like that's, you would that's, perfect. that's perfect. That's perfect, innit? That's what he does. Yeah, you but know can't
1: advocate it? that because he might have a heart attack or be allergic to mm. something. You know what life's like these days?
2: A lockable lunchbox. Put a padlock on it. Mm. You know you can get those straps and then the straps all joined and then you yeah. just lock it. Mm. That'd be good. You mm. could
1: fabricate yeah. that. I'll put a note. Please do not steal my food. You bastard. Yeah. Or at least... <laughs> At least point out that you know you're being robbed. Yeah. You know, I remember once somebody um, in the days when we got milk delivered, every, every day I was at, we had two pints and one pint was always gone. You know, and and what it was was I, I lay, I was only about kind of 17, 18, I just lay in wait uh, uh, like from five o'clock in the morning till seven. And it was a passing paper boy who was a bit of a thug, huh? right? I saw the hand come down and take a pint of milk off the doorstep. And I just ran screaming out the house after him, you know, and there was, you know, like a banshee. And there was no more milk nicked after that. But I can remember thinking, I've caught him in that moment when I saw the hand come down for the milk. I was quite horrified in one way, but you know, my suspicions were confirmed in the other. But yeah. it felt quite good nobody nicked the milk again, not even a blue
2: tit. I'm just trying to think of what would I do I just think that's shocking. Like, you know, fancy knitting your mates bit, you know, like your work, uh, he's, he's a colleague. Hmm. What about like food dye or something? You know, like it turns your teeth greener. Well, like those briefcases that explode
1: if you don't put the right code in. The lunchbox <laughs> covers you in dye. Yeah, that,
2: there's gotta be something, man.
1: Yeah, but uh, it involves yeah. expense. I just get a lockable food thing, but then you'd yeah, have to yeah. nick the whole box. It's well, pretty bad at work though, you've got nowhere cool to leave your food.
2: Well he has, it's in the fridge, but it keeps getting nicked. Alright, yeah.
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But even you, well, even if you put your name on it, he's still going to nick it, isn't he? Yeah. That was the student way, wasn't it? You put your name on your pint of milk market. mark it. Oh man, that's really got me going. That,
2: that's, uh, that's
1: wrong. Yeah, I remember once I was driving down the motorway and I picked up a hitchhiker. And it was a time of poverty and I was in my van. And um, I had a packet of the chocolate digestives you know that, that were put like in a cup holder, and these were sustaining me from barrowing furnace down to London and I picked the hitchhiker up, dropped him a couple of things down, and he took me digestives, <gasps> absolutely mortified that my random act of kindness had been repaid with theft. I would have run them over. <laughs> well, I couldn't go back up the motorway, could I, I you know I was several <laughs> when I reached down, there it was for my little comfort oh yeah, 've
2: gone,
1: I've oh, gone. <clears throat>
2: Not one, not crumbs left. That oh, was it. the
1: realization was appalling.
3: That's oh. awful. There is something bad if you if you think you've got some food and then you haven't, you you, haven't. when you've got it in your head.
2: Yeah, you look forward to it, don't
3: you? you yeah. You're
1: eating
2: it before you're actually
3: eating it. It's so, a, so it can be a real disappointment, like bigger than it should be.
2: I've
1: got it. What you do is you have two lunch boxes that are identical. Oh. You put one at the back of the fridge with your real lunch the one that you think's going to go, you just put, like, raw tripe and offal in there. <laughs> right? So when the baddie goes in, he'll have the raw tripe. He should get the message then. But you've got yours hidden amongst the labyrinth. A completely identifiable lunchbox.
3: That's the way. Harmless too. That's the answer, yeah. Terry. Fill a lunchbox with That's- offal. What would yeah. Posh Tash's response to this be? I wonder if she would know what a lunchbox was. Oh, she'd have
2: she'd, she'd have a, a human resources come and do an investigation. <laughs> it would be, uh, you know, get HR onto it. You know, that's the, she, you know she would, wouldn't she? Yeah. She'd be appalled by that in all sorts of appalling ways. We can imagine at the
1: private girls' school where they all had their stuff from the tuck shop, all that hampers from home. You know, if somebody stole your fruitcake from Fortnum's, There'd be hell on, wouldn't there? Oh, There'd be an investigation. That'd be it. (laughs) Yeah. I can imagine. Good Lord. Yeah, Mallory Towers. Ooh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email, just send an email, to the Agony Agony uncles. uncles. It's time to head to Confidential Corner. This is going to be testing for you. It's called the FaceTime Fail. We need one male and one female. Uh, name, please. So, uh, Uncle Dave, male name. Uncle Sire, female name, please. Brian. Brian. Tracy. Okay, Brian and Tracy. This is <laughs> this has come from Tracy, who's got herself in a bit of a spot. Dear agony, uncles and auntie posh, said Tracy. I don't know how to face my parents, and they're going to be here in a week. I live in Southend. They live near Lake Coniston. I moved here after uni to be with my boyfriend. We live together. I FaceTime my parents on a Sunday night. It's always lovely. They're coming to stay for a few days, and they're going to be here in a week's time. So on our last FaceTime, we chatted about the arrangements. My boyfriend was sat next to me. We had a nice chat. The thing is, I'd forgotten about the FaceTime call with them, and me and my partner, Brian, and I were mid-shag on the sofa when it came in. But that was okay, as we quickly chucked T-shirts on and carried on as though nothing had happened. We were very pleased that we appeared to have got away with it. Once the call was over, I shut down FaceTime, put the laptop on the table, undressed, and we got straight back into it if you know what I mean. Indeed. But after a minute, I, I I thought I could hear my dad's voice saying, Helen, for God's sake, how do you switch this thing off? Followed by <laughs> mum's rather hysterical voice saying, just look away, Robert, just look away. Uh. I panicked and grabbed my laptop, but the screen was blank and I quickly turned it to face the other day and switched it off. But I can't help thinking they've seen us in full flight. If that's the case, when they arrive next week, what on earth am I going to say to them? Should I mention it? Or do I just hope they were talking about something else, says Tracy and Brian. Over to you. <laughs> well,
2: they clearly weren't talking about something else, were they? Because they've <laughs> caught them mid, you know. It wasn't FaceTime, was it? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Mid copulation. That's what that is. That's, uh, oh dear. I'd well, say
1: nothing until the parents bring it up, as they say.
2: If <laughs> they <laughs> I think clearly that yeah no they, they've definitely caught the it. and um, and mum's saying look away look away Daddy look away look away Oh good God um, yes I can imagine that but yes uh, yeah I wouldn't mention it just saying out and you're just gonna have to you're just gonna have to you know with with bravado and a steel will ignore it and make sure that none of it's <laughs> happened.
3: none of course
2: it, it has. None of
1: it's happened at all. But when your defense, then I think the parents should basically have, have either looked away very quickly and shut the computer down and realized that it was an embarrassing, what's the word, compromising position. Do, do you know what I mean? Because obviously you're living together in South End, you know, you are doing thingy, aren't you? You're not kind of like, you know, you are a couple. Um, I mean, like breaking off, breaking off your passion for a first-time call and getting stuck in again. I mean, why did they take the first-time call in the first place? That's what confuses me. Mm. You don't have to accept it, do you? Well, you don't. But
2: you see, if you've got, if you're into a routine of yeah. like speaking to your parents all the time, you know, do you know what I mean? I can see how it happened. I just, I just think that we're in mid-shag. <laughs> hold on a minute. I've got to speak to me dad. Uh, no, no, hold on. Yeah. Just, just hold well, well, that thought. Uh, oh, look at that. Oh God. Yes. It's also that.
1: <laughs> oh God, love them. I couldn't concentrate on the conversation when they're talking about the traffic conditions coming down from Coniston, and he, you know, he's there with a monstrous erection, and she's feeling, oh, oh you know. And it's like, you're not interested, are you? There's a time
2: I and place for everything. Who cares about what roadworks are on the A590? Nobody. <laughs> exactly. You know
1: yes, and the fact it's 35 minutes used to take over an hour when she was a kid. Yeah, but, I know that. <clears throat> it's not, you're not bothered. You're in passion.
2: You're revved up. Oh, dear God. Uh, I, 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 th- I think, I don't know about you, bro, but I think that's an ignore. That's just like, didn't happen a lot. Just put your fingers in your ears and go, la,
3: la, 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 la,
1: la. Yeah, it must have, must have been a film or something yeah, you, you something, watched. Something yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. fact that, that um, you know, the fellow had the same tattoo on his backside as Brian is purely coincidental. Purely. <laughs> purely. purely, purely yes. coincidental. These things happen, you know, on the internet. Oh, yeah,
2: so they, it, it, it happens all the time. I mean, all the time. Oh, yeah, I've got to be careful, <clears throat> though, haven't you, what you press. You know,
1: we had this talk last week, actually, about... You know, certain people who obviously get intoxicated and, you know, never tweet when you're drunk is one thing, isn't it? Certainly never use a camera, as some celebrities have and showed their private parts. You know, it's it's just stupid, isn't it, how stupid people can be? Mm. You know, at least we get, the BBC, we get paid for being stupid. (laughs) Well,
2: yeah, I mean, there is that, (laughs) mate.
3: There's cameras everywhere then, but. Uh, oh, no, I was going to say you keep your clothes on, but of course you don't.
2: No, 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 <laughs> no, no, not, not, not normally. <laughs> no,
1: no, after, no, last time was Finland, though, Kingy. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I turned 60 and I saw me back view running down that jetty out the sauna. Yeah. Uh, no, no, there was a time and place to stop. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was definitely <laughs> That was it, <laughs> yes. I always remember the embarrassment of being of a certain age. They came around with a tea urn, didn't they, halfway through? and I had to go out the sauna. And I was in the sauna with these Finnish gentlemen who didn't give a bollocks really about being start naked. No, and the well. runner said to me, do you want a dressing gown, Dave? And I didn't know what to do because I thought, if I go and get me cup of tea with a dressing gown on, the Finns are gonna think I'm odd. But there again, I thought, oh, I'll just go for it, really. And I remember it was, a, I remember queuing up for me tea in the buff and one um, of the others said this is really messing with my head <laughs> so it's not to be my much good either really but in
2: Namibia we give your mother a shock didn't we Kingy yeah we did yeah <laughs> it, was, it was this lovely watering hole oh. and then uh, and, and the, the, the photograph and I, I can't remember what the headline was but um, there was the photograph it was, of- it
1: was the mirror uh, it, it was the, the, the Saturday Daily Mirror and it had
2: beef on the menu <laughs> that's right yeah that's yeah. right yeah beef <laughs> on the menu Harry there's beef on the menu right and fundamentally it was Dave and I were doing a duck <clears> dive <throat> and we were absolutely stark bollock naked in this lovely lovely watering hole so we did the duck dive and then there was a photograph of Dave's butt and my butt next to each other. Synchronised. Synchronised duck diving, you see. And then my mom, mom goes, she brings us up, she goes, oh yeah, she said, I had Mavis in from next door. She said, oh, the lads are in the newspaper. She said, when I opened the bloody newspaper, I was expecting to see your faces, not your arses. She said, can you just, can you bloody tell us next time? You know, give us, give us some tip off. I mean, I didn't know what to say to Mavis. And I was like, oh, sorry, Mum, I, 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 I didn't think it would make the, you know, I, I, it We're maybe, yeah. She said, well, it doesn't bloody matter, the photographer wasn't, was he? He was there. Was like, well, yeah, but we didn't work that one out. We didn't think it through, ma'am, sorry, she said, well, you too. And I'm getting on the bloody phone in my ears as well, is <laughs> We've both got proper wrong. And I was like, whoa. Beef on the menu. That was great,
1: though, that was our first headline, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. At <laughs> least yeah. made second. an impact. You don't get... They didn't get, didn't get that with, with Mary Berry, do you? No! Oh, <laughs> oh! Oh, thank no. God.
2: No. no. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. then we
1: went from there to cook babuti and mealy pap.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was what me mum said as well. She said, well, which one's which? <laughs> 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 she couldn't work out which one was my butt and which one's... She not I'm your son. How can you not know? <laughs> She said, like, Well, which one is this? <laughs> well, I couldn't
1: tell I never seen us both like that before. Well, no. I've never looked at yours, and I never, you know, you don't see yourself, do you?
2: Well, you do. I mean, you haven't got, you know, when do you see your own backside? Never. No. What do you think about it. Unless well, you're checking no. your rides. Yeah, but then you've got, you know, you're looking at the gap in the middle, not the whole thing. No, oh,
1: yeah, and absolutely. You're your absolutely. So back to Brian and Tracy. Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? Don't mention it. And if they mention it, just deny everything. Just say, look, I'm really sorry your court is mid, you know, mid. Yeah, Sorry. Well, look, they're from Coniston, which is, I know it well. They've only just got internet up there. And if they're your parents, they won't understand anyway. No, no, no. So it'll be fine. Just way, your way out Look away. I
2: love that. Well, just look away, Brad. Look away. I think that's
3: great. Oh, God. And what would our darling Tash's uh, uh, comments be to that, do we think? Or well, she'd probably tell
1: us a tale that it happened to her and her husband when they were courting. Yes. Daddy saw it. You know, yes. but that's why the, that's why they had to get married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, shotgun wedding. Yeah, shotgun wedding. Get shotgun the perdi's out and get the lad to the altar.
3: If your life's in a mess, then the email, address is, your your mess, mess, then the email address is the agony, agony at the, the,
2: the
0: dot dot UK. UK.
2: Yeah. Well, as always, thanks so much for contacting the show and sending us your numerous and varied
1: problems we have a pair of giant bulging bags full to the brim with your problems but there's always room for more so sending your trials and tribulations to agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk that's agonyuncles
2: at thehairybikers.co.uk and you guys can all help us out by following this podcast and you can also rate and review it That means we get to speak to more people and spread the love even further. So give us a go. So from the thin white duke. Uh, Goodbye. And from posh tash. Bye.
1: (laughs) Perfect. And from us. Have a great week. Bye dudes. Bye night.